Tonight on the Infusions podcast, we'll be talking about the illusion of a perfect job. Welcome to another episode. I remain your girl, Bimsons, that is B-I-M-B-S-O-N-S. And I have with me today a friend of mine. His name is Stanley. And Stanley is very knowledgeable when it comes to recruitment. I mean, he has worked with different organizations, um, different sizes, different fields. And it's fair to say he has seen a lot when it comes to jobs, you know, and just getting people from their desire to their final spot, like where they really desire to be. So we'll be getting a lot of insights from him since he's very, very knowledgeable on the topic. just asking him the questions like about the perfect job is it real or is it just an illusion we'll find out hi stanley hello first of all i i would not say i am very knowledgeable i'm a lifelong learner so always learning always learning something new every day um the world itself it's my teacher i would say i could literally just get a inspiration just by listening to something or by watching something and once in a while, just by actually defeating someone in the video game. So <laughs> um, it's a constant thing for me, I would say. Thank you for having me tonight. Oh, thank you for your time, because I know you're really busy and pretty much still working right now. So this is well, huge. <laughs> I know, I know. It comes uh, with the kind of job I do, I would say. Um, but yeah, uh, I am happy to be here and getting this done and also looking forward to a long weekend. Ah, yes, that's good. I'm working though, but I think it's still good because it's not the same getting up at four in the morning. Right. That routine, you can kind of wake up later. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, same with me uh tomorrow's a holiday but i'm gonna be working saturday but it's like at my own time and my own pace and not Um, you know the whole um rushing to get stuff done and meeting a deadline kind of thing but just to make sure things are in order um and yeah and after that just uh call it a day and uh enjoy the weekend (laughs) that's good so can you tell me a little bit about your professional you know background well, um, I started out as a um, sales representative uh, when I first uh, got a, my first job here in Canada. Um, from there, I moved up to, uh, well, uh, a corporation, which I worked for over five years. I uh, worked my way up the ladder from the floor up to management, from management up to corporate. And after working with a global team, um, while I was there, I worked uh, as part of the HR team member. Uh, I focused more on recruitment and also labor relations, but more, I would say 80% recruitment, 20% labor relations. And it was a unionized environment, so you, you can understand how exhausting that could be, especially yeah. dealing with <laughs> over a thousand people or something. Um, I've been doing that for over five years, going to six years right now. Um, it's something I really enjoy because you know what you're speaking with different people every day you're learning as you go you don't you you cannot claim to know everything yeah it might be on paper and stuff but um, you're always learning and like I said I'm a lifelong learner Um, the world itself it's my teacher Uh, I get my inspiration from the weirdest thing you can think of Uh, one of them might just be like I said before um, literally just defeating someone in a video game or trying to, you know, you know, uh, get through, uh, through a puzzle. 
and uh, and then I get an idea. You know what? I can use that to fix a problem in real life. So okay. I never I never stop, uh, you know, searching for that answer in life as we go. Um, and yeah, that's that's just a, a short, brief uh, history of uh, who Stanley is. I would nice. say. Nice. And today, um, the topic we are going to be um, discussing is um, titled The Illusion of a Perfect Job. And, you know, as we know, workplace, they always come with a lot of challenges. Personally, for me, I can say it has only made me stronger. Uh, my skin is thicker because of it. And obviously, I, I get more patient. And I wouldn't say I can survive anything because when you feel like you've seen it all, something else comes up. But today, I, I mean, you, you've been in this recruitment field for a while and, you, and as you said, you worked your way, you know, from the floor to management and then to corporate, which is like, you know, major. Um, so I'm sure you've seen people over the years um, come into jobs with the false hopes and expectations, you know, like, oh, there's gonna be that perfect job if I can just get here, that job is gonna be perfect. So to you, Describe what a perfect job is. Does it exist? What do you think about that concept well, of a perfect job? Well, you know what? Job? I'm going to go with the phrase that says, you know, one man's food is another man's poison. I would say it's mm -hmm. almost the same thing with a perfect job. Um, is there a perfect job? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that, you know, some people, they really enjoy what they do. And they're in their day in, day out. They're having fun. They want to be there every day and get the job done. No one says that most people are in their jobs for survival. They might be earning up to $100,000 a year, but quite frankly, still survival because they got a family to feed and stuff like that, right? So they want to be there and just make sure their family are okay and, you know, they just get through the day, deal with whatever comes. Are they motivated? Not all the time. Um, but the only motivation I would say they see once in a while, and don't get me wrong, everyone they got their own different motivations is if i stop working how am i going to feed my family how do i pay my bills and stuff mm. like that right um if you ask me if i have a perfect job yes in a way i mean i wouldn't mind being paid to go around and just you know eat burgers all day and be like that's a good burger that's a good burger well that's a bad burger kind of thing right uh, <laughs> yes. but you know what that's just I would say that's a fantasy. So sometimes whatever we consider to be a perfect job might just be a fantasy of, you know what, we're going to work, uh, we're getting all the projects done and we're not having issues at all. Um, and they call it the perfect job. But one thing we fail to understand or realize is it doesn't matter what position you're in at work, be it a perfect job or not, you're always going to face challenges, right? And sure. how you overcome your challenges actually determines, you know, if you're going to grow or not. Um, mm. In my years of working within the human resources, I have seen a whole lot of challenges. And um, you made a point saying just when you think you've seen it all, something else hits you, right? Something else comes out. So, yeah. And my, my first year in that position, I would say, you know, I, was, I had that mindset. I have seen it all. Because I did sales, and especially for a black man doing sales, it's hard because there's a whole lot of racial comments that comes at you. Sure. Um, but that's a story for another day. 
But, um, you know, my first year, I thought I was doing okay. And then a challenge came. And, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, how do I actually defeat this challenge? How do I get through to it? How do I overcome this challenge? And, mm-hmm. you know, but I learned, uh, you know, I followed the process. I learned I wasn't, I wasn't scared or shy to ask for help or seek guidance where I needed guidance, right? Um, I was in, I, I had to understand that I need to, you know, bring myself, not, not, not bring myself low, but bring myself to understanding where, you know what, I can't, I can't fix it all. You know, that's, that's why they, they, they got the word called team, right? Team. So ask someone within the team who's got experience uh-huh. there and stuff like that. But as the years went by, I started understanding that, you know what, I have to always stay ready so I don't have to be ready right or get ready to say um and it's been working for me that way in in all honesty it it doesn't fail me yet and hopefully does not fail me but um one thing i do say and i always say this this is what works for me it might not work for someone else so i would say this is my disclaimer whatever works for me might not work for you but it's just my opinion if you want to go ahead and try it that's okay. If, that's if, okay. if you think uh, it, it's not something for you, that's perfectly okay. Again, okay. my food might be your poison. Your food might be my poison. So that's, okay. that's my uh, tiny piece to it. <laughs> so what you're saying is um, there is no such thing as a perfect job. Like the definition of a job is more subjective. Like it's more, it lies more with the individual. Right. And, and just like your topic says, right, there, it, it, it's, it's an illusion. There's an illusion to a perfect job, I would say. Um, because every scenario presents its own challenges, right, that you never know until you get there. Exactly. So I'm not going to say there is. I will say there isn't. Uh, but there is an illusion to a perfect job. And when you think that's when you get in, into that job that you think it's a perfect job, you might end up realizing that, you know what, it is not for you in any way. And then what do you do then? Do you do you keep working away because you got to survive or do you find your path somewhere else and no, no one understand who you are and go from there? So, so yeah. you, you know, basically, you don't know until you try it out. You really don't know until you try it. Um, a lot of people go to school and they want to become engineers and stuff and they get in there and you're like, yeah, this is not for me. And guess what? They're, they're doing arts or something somewhere else and they, they enjoy it, right? Um, and, and as much as they enjoy the arts, are they really enjoying it 100% or, you know, it's just, well, it makes me happy and that's it. Hmm. I mean... I, I agree with you on that um, because I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I did. I, I saw, I heard of um, an accountant, very, um, he's been working for at least seven years from what I heard. And then he walked away at around 35 and he said, I'm just going to go back to med school. And his family thought, huh? And he said, I don't find fulfillment in this. And, you know, like you said, it's subjective. And I think our goals and what we idealize can also change with time, right? Um, today, I want to be Anthony, uh, no, I want to be the guy that eats burger on the streets. 
next month it might be causing me weight gain and it's a lot of pressure to be going around all the time so it changes right so you just have to be flexible enough to understand okay is this my dream at this point and then go for it right it's exactly let's take the current uh, situation going around right now in terms of the pandemic and stuff you know, we've gone from uh, 100% working in the office to almost 100% working at home. Now, I was in that category where I was working in the office. And at some point, I, I was, you know, speaking to my, my manager, who's a VP. And I said, you know what, I, I think I would like to work from home. This was pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, I would say. And okay. I said, I think I would like to work from home, you know, when, you know, work more from home and maybe one or two days in the office. Because I thought it was the thing and it was going to give me that work-life balance kind of thing right and guess what COVID hit and I started working from home 100% and I I then realized I can't handle working from home every day I literally go to the office without and I know I'm not supposed to go there but I go there because you know what I'm the kind of person you know what I enjoy that interaction with the co-workers I might not even really know your name but being around there, being able to, you know, someone raises their hand and be like, I need your help and being there in person to help them. I enjoy that. You know, uh, working from home has made me understand that, yes, there's there's a huge work-life balance to it. But for me, I then discovered that I need a mixture of both. Right. In uh, as much as I got a very great routine that worked for, uh, for me working from home, I still want to be in the office. You know, and, and um, I drive there and when I go there, you know, it gives me that that sense of, you know, fulfillment to say that, you know what, I have really had a productive day. Okay. And that is someone's goal. That's someone's prayer point. Like, Jesus, I want to work from home. Exactly. But, you know, you got there and you were like, uh, it's good, but it's not completely good. I don't want to do this 100% of the time. Right. Yeah. It's like the saying goes, right? Too much of something uh, starts becoming bad. You eat a lot of sugar, and guess what? You get a stomachache, right? So yes. Yes. it doesn't matter how old you are. You get a stomachache. Sure. So sure. That's, that's how I see it, right? So sure. um, I, I, that's why I go back to my comment of saying, you know what? It is an illusion. Um, yeah. Again, my opinion uh, for most people they are they do have the perfect job but it is an illusion to me because again uh, am i just doing it because i i i, I just want to survive or because it makes me happy at some point but am i really fulfilled that that's one thing right yeah in as much as i love what i do my profession and all of that yes. do i think i'm going to do this forever okay. not really you know i don't think i'm going to do it forever i got a passion in in terms of cooking and want to own my own restaurant at some point but you know what i i understand I, I i love what i do i enjoy it i learn every day i talk to people i i i tend to grab some wisdom from whatever they say because it makes me understand how different people works right no two okay. people are the same but i'm learning from that uh, will i call it my perfect job hell no and as much as i love it and i do it every day it's not yes. my perfect job but if you ask me what my perfect job is, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. Wow. Um, I, I try wow. to describe it, but I, I honestly couldn't tell you. But I enjoy what I do 100%. Makes me smile, makes me happy, right? You know, it, it, it's, I learn every day. Um, 
the, the wealth of knowledge I get going to work every day, it's beyond me. And my brain is filled with so many information just because of what I do that sometimes I really don't need it, but comes in handy later in the future. But is it my perfect job? I'm going to say no. But if you ask wow. what my perfect job is, I don't know. It might be a mixture of two different jobs, you know, yes. going to eat burgers and doing my job. Pay me to do nothing. Just if you tell me what's my perfect job, I think just I, I would say the same thing you said. I would always fantasize if I'm being paid um, to win nothing. Maybe that would make me happy. But the truth is, I I think there was a time, um, you know, my former job before the current one, I got sick, right? And I was like, I'm, I need to rest. And they told me you need to actually go home and take a break. And I got bored. I was sick, but I was bored. So when I thought of it and I said, if I were to do nothing and I sit home and that's it. Let's even say we don't have a pandemic and we can actually go out and travel. Again, I don't know how that feels. It's great and it's fantastic to you know have that fantasy like, oh, if I do this, it's going to be perfect. So definitely I'm grateful for what I have. I look for what could happen, like, you know, potentials and things in other fields. But that doesn't mean I'm going to throw away what I have now because of an illusion like, oh, that perfect job exists because, like you said, it's just an illusion. Exactly. We all have our different mindsets and we all, you know, what I say is, you know, if you don't really know who you are as an individual, you know, how do you how do you accomplish that? How do you, you know, set your goals to get fulfilled in a way? You know, you ask people this question of if you won the lottery, what are you going to do with it? The first thing that comes out of their mouth is, you know, you can ask, say, 10 people. Nine of them will tell you, I will quit my job immediately. Right. And, and yes. just travel the world or whatever. That's theirs. Right. But are they going to do that forever? No. And when I got asked that question once and I'm like, in all honesty, yes, I might quit my job, but I'm not going to stay home and do nothing. And I said, yeah. I, I'm someone who likes to be busy. I, I like to keep my mind engaged because I feel like when I yes. stop learning, I start forgetting. So mm -hmm. if, even if I'm not working somewhere to earn that salary, you know what? I want to volunteer my time doing something. You know, it might be uh, in a shelter home or somewhere, yes. uh, you know, somewhere just giving my time back kind of thing mm -hmm. while actually building my dream. Right. Yes. So now we go back. Now we go to another question that says, is your perfect job your dream? That's another thing, right? So my dream is totally different from what a perfect job will look like, right? And like I said, I don't. My perfect job could be a combination of two different jobs, or it could be a combination of, uh, you know, just just sitting there consulting or whatever, or doing my burger show. Which, if you give me that opportunity, I'm not going to say no. But it doesn't mean it's going to give me that fulfillment, right? But hey. My dreams are totally different from my perfect job. So I would say you might want to tie that together in a way or ask that question when you ask about a perfect job. Perfect job. And are there some things, I mean, when you're recruiting people, are there, uh, you know, in lines of this perfection and dream job, are there some things you look at when you interview people just to kind of get their mindsets? Because, you know, they ask you questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Are there some things you actually look for 
when you're recruiting people to know, hmm, this person doesn't have it figured out yet. I mean, for me, like I said, I've kind of been around for a few, not up to 10 years, but I have been around jobs to know that, okay, these are things to say in an interview, right? And these are things not to say. But obviously, you don't want to come into, um, you know, getting a job with that, uh, this job is going to be flowers and roses, right? So what are those pointers you actually look for when you're interviewing people to get that mindset of that, you know, the perfect job thing going on? How do you get there with uh, with people? In, in all honesty, I never asked him the question of, is this going to be, is this your perfect job? Um, is I never, job? you know, I never asked that question because like mm-hmm. I said, to me, I believe it's an illusion um, mm-hmm. when they say, oh, it's my dream job or it's my perfect job. Well, most people, they call some jobs your dream jobs, but five years down the road, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, you just made a really good Jeez. example two weeks i've seen people change their mind in two weeks someone i know resigned last year within three weeks of the job she said during the interview was perfect three weeks bim gone she told me she was leaving she tried it out and and like they say there is no harm in trial she tried it out and it wasn't for her right Mm -hmm. um now it, it does not still kill the fact that it might be a dream job or might be a dream job with a different company Right. Um, but I never asked that question. And to answer your question, my my one thing I always say when I speak to candidates, it doesn't matter what position I'm trying to fill is uh, one thing I always say uh, is, you know what, it's a 50 50 thing to say. It's either we're a right fit for you. It's either we're a right fit for you or you're a right fit for us kind of thing. Or it might be both. Yeah. Right. So one question I do ask is, would you consider th- uh, this job to be you know, the career you're looking for, right? Hmm. Um, okay. And, and uh, sometimes it, throw, it throws them off and you're like, well, I don't really get what you're trying to say. And I'm like, okay. So so I started explaining myself. I said, well, I posted this job. I posted the name mm-hmm. of the position, you know, uh, and, and I put a lot of details in, jo- in the job posting. And I'm pretty sure I want to say you read the job posting uh, and that's why you apply to the job. Hence, why we're having this conversation, conversation, which I never call an interview, but a conversation. And in my mind, I'm like, well, you applying to this, you must have thought at some point that this is a good fit or it's a right career path for you. So that's my question to them. And I'm not looking for a definite answer, right? Because yeah. that's when bias comes into play. Uh, and I'm not looking for that. So when they tell me, well, you know what? Um, it's not really a right career path for me. But I know it's a it's a it's a starting point. So when I hear such uh, such a response, I go ahead and ask and I say, when you say it's a starting point, what are you looking for in the coming years? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't go ahead and be like, where do you see yourself in five years? Hell, I don't even know what I'm going to be doing in, in the next minute or two. So, um, you know, I, I can't predict the future. So when, when I get asked that question, I play around with it. And you know what? It is what it is. But. When I say, when, when they tell me, well, it's a starting point, I'm like, okay, that's good. But, and, I, and I ask them, what, then what's the career you're looking at? Uh, we being a starting point, how do we get you there, right? And then most people are like, you know what? Um, I want to do this. I want to go back to school at some point and take this and take that. So I'm just looking to get that cash, blah, blah, blah. Honesty yeah. speaks a lot of volume, which I like. 
those people are respected more than people who try to say stuff that we both know you're just making it up right um, we, we we both know you're making it up so just be honest yeah. with me right and and the thing is and i and i and i say this in every conversation i have with a candidate i'm like look real talk talk to me i'm a human being you're a human being let's talk right mm-hmm. so there is no need of hiding this or hiding that um you know whatever you tell me does not if you tell me something bad doesn't mean i'm gonna be like oh you're no longer considered except you murdered someone then hey i gotta look after you know the best interest of the company then that's a red flag which i'm not saying i don't have red flags there are some red flags i see and i'm like which i cannot discuss as they are confidential right now but you know i just when i see such red flags i'd be like yeah but when it comes to questions like this and you say um oh hey um starting point i want to go back to school and take this and i think this is going to help that's real talk right there that's honesty and you know what it doesn't mean uh you literally just played a a a guilty card or whatever and make me hire you no but i'm glad you were honest about it and then i can go ahead and explain how we could do that right if at all we're in a position as a company to do that right and and if we're not in a position to come in to do that i let you know Right. And, and, and I'm like, well, I, I just heard what you said, but as it stands, we only do certain, you know, uh, uh, fee payment in terms of schooling for certain courses. But it looks yes. like whatever you're doing, we can't do that. So you're a great candidate. But me giving you that piece of information, how does that make you feel? Right. And, you know, most people are like, you know what? Uh, well, it doesn't make me feel good because this is what I need. And I'm like, well, I do understand that. Yes. But I'm being honest with you. This is what we offer. And yes. you know what? Why not? Most recruiters, they want to hide it because guess what? They just want to fill the position and be done yes. with the numbers, right? But when yeah. you do that, guess what? Your turnover rate becomes higher because you're higher. not getting quality people in there. You're just getting volume. But for me, mm. I'm not saying my turnover rate is so great, but I literally started working with a company who had the worst turnover rate. And when I brought my own style recruiting, it is like way down right now. It went to the position where they think people are not going to stay. We got people still in there enjoying the job and doing referrals. So to me, it speaks volume for me. You know what? Sometimes you got to do the job and let the job and your results speak for you. Then someone else actually saying the word. Sometimes you just got to be quiet. Sorry. Um, I mean, I just wanted to ask you something there is, you know, especially for, um, candidates we should just be more honest like don't try to impress people when you're going for jobs like just be honest this is what i want if it's a good fit for you great like don't be so caught up in trying to impress them that you actually lose a bit of yourself you know in the recruitment process that's what you're saying exactly and then when you do that and then let's assume you get hired and you're like all right we want you to go do that and you're like Oh, what are you talking about? You know, there's some really keen manager to be like, well, you said this in your interview yes. resume that you can do it. So what are you saying? Right. So why not just be task? Exactly. If you know you can't say you can't. Oh, dear God, I can handle five projects on that pressure. And they're like, you did say you're a <laughs> capable to handle. Exactly. So and then you, you get a, a little bit of pressure and you're like, Oh yes. my God. Oh, I got a mental breakdown. 
and blah blah blah. It's just a little pressure. We haven't even started anything yet, right? <laughs> right. So yes, th- that's that's the thing. Just honesty is key. Um, in yes. as much as we don't have that in this world anymore, I would say, mm-hmm. or maybe less of it. But there are still some of us that actually respect that and will mm-hmm. speak volume to some of us and others. So mm-hmm. if we're talking and I tell you about the position, you tell me about what you're looking for, you know, be be honest, because I would always be honest with my position yes. to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to be all Danny and be like, well, it's this, it's that, blah, blah, blah. I will tell you the bad side of it. Right. And see if you can handle that. Right. And one thing I do tell um, my candidates is, you know what? Um, if I like them and I want them to actually come see the the the, 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 the job itself, I, I tell them, look, don't take my word for it. Come in, let's have a tour, and then make your decision after you see what I've just said. If it's okay. if it's something that's not for you, that's okay. It does not mean I'm going to blacklist you in any way. If there's another yeah. position that comes open that I think you're going to be a right fit, I will definitely give you a call. Right? Okay. Uh, a lot of candidates are like, yeah, you're never going to do that. But guess what? I have a record and I always give a call when I tell you I'm going to give you a call. So as a recruiter or you want to be part of that recruiting world, always mm-hmm. keeps your word. Don't, don't, don't be like, don't, you're not a God because you're trying to, you know, give people jobs and you start acting like a God. No, you could find yourself in that situation. Uh, so just keep to your word and be honest about everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that I think that pretty much um, really covers everything we have on the list of questions I have today. But, you know, just in conclusion, um, something I have learned from what you said is the idea of a perfect job, uh-uh, knock it out of your brain. Like, it's just an illusion. It does not exist. And, you know, just learn to be grateful for what you have, especially in a pandemic, you know, like, we're not saying people don't have challenges. What you have is a blessing right now because places are, people are being furloughed, like people are losing their jobs. And thirdly, from what I've learned from you tonight is when you go for a position, no matter how much you're excited about it, learn to be honest because i think that is why people get burnt out in the first month is they go in and they are so this is my perfect job that they compromise a lot of things in the interview process and obviously you think you're trying to bamboozle the recruiter but you are also forgetting the fact that they are also trying to fill a position too so it's like it goes across the table, you know, so you, you have to learn to be true to yourself. And if you see some red flags, learn to say, uh, thank you so much. And next, you know, just goodbye. So yes, I, I really, I, I really love the perspective tonight. It helps me as a person because I think something I was kind of praying for as well, just like you said before, was like you read my mind was, I was like, it would be so nice to work from home. It would be so nice. I hate working on site. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I had three days in, um, I think it was at the end of January and I had to work from home. And honestly, my butt hurts from sitting on the chair for like five, six hours, and I didn't even remember to eat. And I was like, what the hell? I'm not saying I, you know, I track my food at work. Sometimes I'm on my feet from like 6 a.m. and I don't even go. Maybe I just stop to have water breaks, uh, maybe before noon. But what I'm saying is that trying it at home, 
I discovered in those three days, like, yo, it's a lot more challenging to do it. You know, so you really want to be careful when it comes to, I'm going to throw this job out. Maybe the next one is going to be perfect. You know, you try things out to figure out maybe this is good. This is not good. Great. But, you know, don't just have that um, destination mentality where you feel next mentality is what I called it. I spoke about it last year about, oh, the next one is going to be perfect. Um, this place is done. Like, you know, the next one is good. Like, you know, we discussed and may, may he so rest in perfect peace, um, Anthony Bourdain. And I think one of the Canadian um, content creator just kind of she ran in front of an Amtrak train. I just read the news tonight is sometimes we see people and we believe this life is perfect. I would be happier if I do this. But we don't understand those people are actually going through their unique set of challenges. I mean, someone said, oh, what is this person complaining about? They are very rich. My life would be better if I have that money. Well, they have their own, I mean, more money, more problems. Isn't that a thing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and we as humans, uh, what I've seen is, and I've uh, also been uh, part of that process is the more money yes. we make, the more, uh, you know, expenses we, we, we tend to acquire oh, in, a, yes. in a way. Oh, now we want That's that. Oh, now we want this. The fish yeah. from this store is not good. You like your fish flown in from India <laughs> the night before. You need someone to find the food as it's entering your mouth. Is something always just come up? Exactly, and and it's just a, it's just a, the way life goes. I would say, and, and like I was saying, like a perfect job, in my opinion, it's an idea, it's an illusion, um, and in as much as you love your job to death, uh, would you consider that to be your perfect job, right? So always ask yourself that question. Sure. You know, if you can't sure. really define what your perfect job is then is there really a perfect job for you? Like I said, mm. love my job. Been doing it for more than five years. Mm. Learn every day. Always happy to go into work. Will you tell me that's my perfect job? No. Right? And you can, most people tie your perfect job to a company they want to work for. You know, mm-hmm. when they start working with, when most people start working for Apple or whatever big organization, they tend to call it your perfect job because it's a big organization, right? Yes. But then you go in there and you realize this is not exactly what I want for life. So, mm-hmm. so what's your sure. perfect job? <laughs> I see. I mean, I, like I said, I thought a job that, you know, allows me to work from home would be perfect. And I only tried that for three days and I was like, <laughs> absolutely, positively, no. That's not working for me. So I get what you're saying is we can write this list, but if you have the opportunity to actually try it for a day, you discover, uh uh-uh, or maybe you never know. So, I mean, don't throw away what you have for what you wish you want to, you know, you think you need. Yeah, I would say work towards achieving your dreams more than looking for that perfect job, which, again, might not even exist yeah <laughs> uh, i think that's a good way to you know conclude yeah just work towards achieving your dreams not chasing an illusion that's 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 wow thank you thank you for the nuggets tonight. Nice. i mean <laughs> i definitely hope I definitely-
we can um, I can work on getting I'm trying to set up a pad like a, an actual studio I'm working on it and you know we can have more of these conversations especially since we are both here in uh, London um, about um, you know definitely lots of things about recruitment things about appreciating your job your career path um, knowledge because definitely my uh, website and podcast is based on faith career and lifestyle and you know the career is definitely something I always you know look I don't think I know everything you have a perspective I know nothing on sales I know nothing I know a little bit about recruitment but for mine mine is just science, mine is just science. yours is like right. more diverse so you've seen more people and you've had more conversations in that aspect so and who says we can link career and faith together it's all in the bible yeah just interpret it that's all any last um concluding thing you want to just you know drop with the mic for us on this again i know you said something before but something else well um all i can say is you know what if uh if you're looking for a change in in your Mm -hmm. workplace or your job or whatever you know what don't be part of the crowd that complains a lot about oh they do this and they do that if you really want to see that change you got to start from somewhere right so how about you be the different person how about you stand out and then when you keep standing out a lot of people see that and they follow suit and guess what gradually you see that change it comes it does come right um like you said i've worked in different organizations uh, in a unionized environment and Believe me, you're dealing with a thousand different characters. Yes. So um, you know what? If you if you it's it's so easy to join them to complain about how wrong everything is going, but mm-hmm. you know when you start making things right on your own, even if you go that as a lone wolf or a lone soldier, mm-hmm. definitely people see that they recognize that and they join you. And guess what? That's how a movement starts. I'm not saying go protest at work. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just go protest. Be just be the change you want to see at work, and mm-hmm. do not never fall into that bandwagon of complainers because, um, you know, they in as much as they notice the good you do, they also notice the bad. So you can do a hundred goods, and um, just one bad cancels out a hundred. I'm gonna put that topic down right after this, and you and I will set another date where we talk about workplace gossip. I'm serious, because I feel like that is something. Pe- I mean, I, we've talked about getting a job, ideal jobs. We also need to talk about being careful when it comes to conversations at work. So uh, I'm gonna put that down, and um, I know it's late, so I'm gonna wrap this up. But um, thank you so much for giving me your time. I really, really appreciate this, um, and. If anyone have, if you have any questions at all, you can always chat me up. I will forward them to Mr. Stanley because he's very busy and he's not a social media person. So I would definitely forward it um, along to him. So thank you so much for your time and do have a wonderful day if you see the sun where you are and an amazing night if you see the moon. And thank you. Bye. Good evening.